Hello, welcome back to Wit Glass Unfiltered. I'm your host, Courtney Huntington. This is episode 78, and this is going to be a short episode, just a, a little quick reminder at the end of another, um, another fascinating week in the political life of the United States of America. And uh, I'm not going to talk about coffee tonight. I'm not going to talk about whatever it is that, uh, whatever wonderful beverage I'm, I'm enjoying. The purpose of this episode is to talk about the importance of continuance, persistence, perseverance. Uh, the, there are a lot of words that we often use to describe the, the trait of continuing to push on through whatever circumstances you face. And I want to encourage you tonight not just to push through the circumstances, but to keep your chin up while you do it. Keep the smile on your face while you do it. We all get down. We all sometimes let that that smile slip from our face. We all get angry. We all get frustrated. We all get sad. There's no shame in it. But in days like these, it is so important to keep our attitudes positive. And positive doesn't mean that we don't talk about the bad things in life. To have a positive mental attitude doesn't mean that you look outside at the rain and say, oh, the sun is shining. It doesn't mean that when something bad happens, you deny that it was bad. What it means is that you tell the truth about the situation. Sometimes that means that you have to notice that things are worse than you thought they were. Most of the time, however, things are better than we think they are. At least in, in terms of, of the day-to-day goings-on of life. Now, it is not uncommon for our personal morality, our personal development, our personal discipline to be worse than we think it is. We tend to puff ourselves up. We tend to to want to put on a good front for everybody else and come across like we've got it together. And so a positive mental attitude says about that, 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 hey, you know what? Take it or leave it. This is who I am. A positive mental attitude leads us to admit when we've been wrong. Because... A positive mental attitude posits something. It declares something. And the only attitude that declares something worthwhile is the one that tells the truth. So, of course, if we want to live our lives with happiness, we need to tell the truth. And I don't know about you, but when I look around the world that we're in today, I find an awful lot of people 
who at best are shading the truth. More often than that, they're stretching the truth. And sometimes it seems that even more often than that, they're just flat out telling untruth. But that shouldn't get us down. That shouldn't discourage us. Keep in mind that there have been evil people in every age. Pick the era in the history of the world that you consider to be the golden age, the age when people were most upright, most well-behaved, most considerate, most honorable. And if you look closely at that era, you will see that it was full of despicable people. Every society, every culture, every generation has to face evil. And of course, we have to face the evil of our own hearts. We're so full of of evil desires that we have to be fighting against day after day. Is it any wonder that we have to fight them in other people as well? It shouldn't be. If we're being honest with ourselves, we have to look in the mirror and say, yeah, look at all the crap I've done. It does bother me when the people at the top the people who are most visible, the people who have the most power, are the people most inclined to tell untruths. It bothers me a lot. I despise hypocrisy. And I confess that there have been times when I've had to wake up and look at myself in the mirror and say, oh, you are such a hypocrite. None of us is perfect. The world that we live in isn't perfect. And there are an awful lot of wonderful things in this world that we can enjoy and that we should enjoy. Tonight, I played checkers with my daughter. She's not yet seven years old. She'll be seven next weekend. And of course, she's just learning. And she's not very good at it, but she really wants to play. She wants to be good. We played two games of checkers, and when she discovered that she was going to lose the first one, even though she knew from the outset that she wasn't doing very well, and that she was probably going to lose. She still teared up because she saw she was going to lose. So we played a second game. And throughout both games, I helped her. I tried to teach her and help her see if she moved here, if she moved there. And I'd let her choose which move to make. And there were times when I thought, Oh, this is just about over. I'm about to finish her off, and I'd miss something. And she would, she would surprise me 
and she'd double jump me or something like that. And, and suddenly things would be much more equal, much harder. We had such a wonderful time. This morning, I got to go for a run. Now, for a variety of reasons, uh, due to injuries and things like that, I, running has been challenging for me for the last few years. But running is my absolute favorite form of physical exercise. And it was so nice to be out there running this morning, even though it didn't feel good because I'm out of shape and overweight. And, and I haven't built up my stamina yet. And my, um, my breathing isn't great. And my form isn't great. But there I was running. And it felt good. Even though it felt terrible, it felt good. And when I was done running, I got to hang out and have a cup of coffee with some men that I know and respect. And we just talked about life and told stories and laughed and had a good time. And when I was done with that, I got to come home and make breakfast with my wife and my daughter. And we had bacon and eggs, scrambled eggs with cheese. And we had some reheated sausage meatballs. I put them on the griddle and heated them up on the griddle while other things were heating up. And we made hash browns, using frozen hash browns, but hash browns. And they turned out really, really good. And we drank delicious coffee, which, of course, we made with the Impressa C60. The eggs that we were eating were from uh, the farm of a friend. This is a, a woman that... Um, that we met and found out she had this little farm and she let us come out and tour the farm. When my daughter was three years old, we went out and, and walked around her farm and saw the chickens and the ducks and whatever other animals they had. And then we went and we got to look at their crops. And, uh, and recently we found out that she was selling her eggs at the local farmer's market. And so we got eggs from her. And the eggs are delicious, and they're organic, free-range, all that kind of fun stuff. And while we were preparing and eating breakfast, we played Chinese checkers. Now, I know that I have played around with Chinese checkers, but I don't know that I have ever actually played an entire game of Chinese checkers. And we did that this morning, and my wife won, and... Uh, it, it was just so much fun. And when that was all done, we cleaned the house. We did all the ordinary stuff, despite the fact that Vladimir Putin is in charge in Russia and Kim Jong-un is in charge in North Korea and Donald Trump is in charge, uh, is the president at least, of the United States and Nancy Pelosi is what she is, and Chuck Schumer is what he is, and Paul Ryan is what he is, despite Harvey, despite Irma, despite flooding and devastation and destruction, like billions of other people on this planet, we got up today and lived our normal lives. 
And in the course of the day, I got to meet a couple potential new customers for my landscaping business. And I got to have really nice visits with ordinary people doing ordinary things, doing their best to make their little plot of ground that the Lord has put them on into something more than it was. And this afternoon, I worked with a student, and we're working on his SATs, and we've already brought his scores up 150 points on the SAT, from 1150 to 1300. And of course, that's gratifying to me, to see his progress. But it also just gives me so much satisfaction and happiness to see that he is working, that he is putting in the time and effort, and that he gets to see the reward. And today I got to hear about, from different people, uh, three or four different people over the course of the day, who have within the last year or two been to India and just a variety of things going on over there and the circumstances of everyday people in India where, as one person told me, there are 10 million children who don't have regular access to, um, to clean water every day. Around the world, there are people living their everyday lives. Some of those circumstances, some of those people are not good. And if you're listening to this from Florida or from uh, Houston, where hurricanes came through and flooded your homes and ripped trees out of the ground and knocked over buildings. I understand the devastation that you're facing. And I feel for you. I have shed tears for you. And I wish you the best, not just in some sort of lip service way, I am excited to see how the people in your communities have come together. How the people in your communities are working together to make those places inhabitable again. And this devastation is a reminder to me of how small and insignificant we all are. And this is is where I I think I'm going to leave it for tonight, for today, for this episode. Obviously, I'm recording this in the evening time, the night time. There there is a, a phrase that perhaps you've heard, and... There's a person I'm thinking of whose name and whose relationship I won't mention 
um, but it's somebody who is related to somebody who's related to somebody who's related to me or something like that. Um, so th- th- there's a close connection, but I didn't actually hear the words come out of this person's mouth. It was reported to me by somebody else. He's the first one that I recall hearing about using this phrase, but I'm sure that he's not the only one who's ever said it. I don't know if it's original to him or not, but I I think about this at times when I think about celebrities and A-listers and billionaires and multimillionaires and millionaires and all these people who seem to have so much together. They have all of the money, all of the fame, all of the power, all of the prestige. And this person's comment was, they shit like the rest of us. And he wasn't trying to bring them down. He wasn't trying to say that they're worthless. He was simply saying, don't idolize them because they're just like us. They were born naked, coming out of their mothers, because that's how we're born. There is no other way. Every single one of these turds that you see Out there, living large, ruining other people's lives with their stupid logic, stupid comments, stupid decisions, every single one of them was born of a woman and came into this world naked and weak, helpless and hungry. Every one of them. And every single one of them will die, just like you and me. And guess what? Even if somebody happens to put us in the ground with our clothes on, those clothes will decay, our bodies will decay, and we'll be naked and hungry again. Except, of course, that we'll be dead and won't know it. Whether you love or hate Donald Trump, he was born of a woman, naked, weak, helpless, hungry. He will die, and he will die sooner than later, because he's already in his 70s. Chances are he's going to die in the next 10 to 20 years. Most people are dead by the age of 90. And I don't say this to be morose. I say this to bring some perspective. Tom Brady is a man just like any other. Now that doesn't mean, maybe I should say this, Tom Brady is a man just as any other. He may not be exactly like any other, but he is like other men In many ways, and frankly, I've known men in my life who are far better men than Tom Brady will ever be. 
despite the fact that they were ordinary men who lived in ordinary houses on ordinary streets doing ordinary jobs with ordinary families and ordinary cars. And yet these men could show up Tom Brady any day in terms of the way that they treat their wives, the way that they treat their children, the honor with which they live. Don't put too much stock in all this stuff. Enjoy life. Wake up in the morning. Thank the Lord for the sunshine, if that's what you have. Thank the Lord for the rain, if that's what you have. Enjoy it. We'll all be dead before too long. And in the meantime, let's learn to enjoy life and let's learn to enjoy it together. Take the hand of the person next to you and tell them how much you care about them and find out what you can do to make their lives better. And as you do, your heart will be full of joy and gladness, you'll improve yourself by helping them. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Wit Glass Unfiltered. It is a true joy to be with you, and I thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Feel free to tell your friends and family but if you don't, I'll never know, and I won't hold it against you. I just am glad that you're here listening to this today, and I hope it inspires you, encourages you. I will be thinking about you, even though I may not know you by name, may not know your face, and I am wishing you the very best of everything today. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day.